There's a good chance he's already been recording because those mics were, you know, facing our way. <laughs> Hi, I'm Karen Ruth. Hi, I'm Joyce Arlene. Hi, I'm Sam Dyer. And we welcome you to Off, Off Our Racks, an ongoing conversation of life, age, journeys, boobs, or lack of them, food, style, making things, books, building dreams, culture, and faith as we get things out of our closets and off our chests. Enjoy the show. So, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting week. <laughs> week? 24 hours? <laughs> you mean it's only been 24 hours? I thought it was a week. I'm trying to figure out. Usually my voice doesn't do this until August when the, the naked ladies are dancing outside the house. <laughs> you're no not, comment. You're not going to, I can't get you to engage about the naked ladies. Nope. Um, I just forgot the name of that flower. Do you remember what they're called? Naked ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got Let me the, look it up. When we got the house, it has this really, um, and a lot of people like them, but it, it's, I think it's a type of a lily. But anyway, they come up, they have these pink flowers, but there's no, no leaves on the stem. <laughs> there's something wrong about Googling naked ladies. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> I'm going to put flowers, so hopefully, but I have no idea what I'm about to see. Or plants. And so... Okay, it did bring up the flower. Uh, Are they type of lily? Amaryllis belladonna. Oh, they're in it. Oh, okay. Very yeah. cool. That's yeah, and, bel or belladonna lily. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So the first thing that happens, they come up. They're really pretty. Is it belladonna poisonous as, too? It can, well, it can be if it's overused, hmm. but it's also used medically. It was used, I believe, right. like for it's a, heart and stuff, different things. So anyway, the first time it's toxic I asked, to goats, by the way, yes, it's it is. It's actually not a plant to mess mm -hmm. with. You kind of have to know where you have it. But I asked what the name of it was, and one of the older neighbors told me it was Naked Ladies. And so I was trying to explain to a group of women um, who are rather conservative, and I said something about the naked ladies in the yard and. That whole conversation just went downhill. I mean, it, you know, at least you, you know, responded. They just, they, they had no clue. I mean, they thought, you know, naked ladies. I was like, no, 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 we don't, we don't seem to have that kind of a neighborhood, but you never know, you know, but at least not in the front yards. Maybe no. naked ladies in the backyards, but not in the they front could yards. could be. Yeah, it could be up on the hill. Our, I think everyone around here likes their privacy enough yeah. that, yeah. you know, it's and not be in too the much of an issue, but. So, yeah, normally when that happens, the voice just goes, eh, this could be just, you know, out of weariness. And um, so, yeah, we're processing through a lot of things. And one of them is uh, we, we just had a, one of those odd experiences of having my husband's work vehicle stolen with all of the tools on it. And this was the vehicle that we were able to rescue and exit the fire so right. it's kind of been holding on to you know like some final memories so we're just interesting that hopefully we'll yeah. see the vehicle again and some yeah. of the parts that went with it but it is weird so it's been 24 hours of yeah probably a little bit of stress and strain and i don't know if that's doing my voice because otherwise yeah. i don't know why it's doing it <clears throat> but anyway yeah, it could be yeah so we were talking about uh 
we're, there are strange things happening in the backyard every now and then. I mean, we've had mm-hmm. the turkey invasion, and right. then this past week, we, uh, um, we've been watching a crow, which is a regular visitor. I don't set up like bird feeders or anything. I've never done that, but I will like loose feed uh, for the quail and stuff. Right. And feed so, the birds, tuppence a bag? Yeah, yes, I did the tuppence. I'm working on the old lady look. I will have the oh, bag. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying really hard. You need really more hard. layers and more sort of shawly things. Well, we and, could probably you know, do that, I think, and, yeah. and yeah. We'll have to get yeah, you dressed up. I just... I always thought she was so cool. Is that a valid cosplay? Can you cosplay from like Mary Poppins? <laughs> you know, you probably could. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially some of the scenes. I mean, people do like Disney bounding uh-huh. and stuff, so you could do yeah, something similar. You probably could. Mm-hmm. You just have to be able to do the little penguin dance, you know. I was related to Mary Poppins. <clears throat> Were you? Practically perfect in every uh, way. In every way, I see. <laughs> okay. Or at least I... that was my aspiration. Oh. Yeah. I didn't make it to that. I, you know, I was probably the chimney sweep, but not even, not even the lead one. I was one of the ones out around on the roof, just having fun, <laughs> <laughs> jumping from spot to spot. That would have been my aspiration. Can I, I keep jumping? I think when I was little, I thought I was perfect. And at the same time, was constantly racked by deep and abiding guilt over every little thing. That's why you were being perfect. Now we have yeah. the answer. Yeah. Uh, I remember someone saying to it me. It wasn't even an external standard that was put on me. Like, I just decided I had to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of know why now, mm. but, you know, probably didn't then. I remember someone asking my son, like, if your mom seems like she just deals with stuff and, you know, just goes on. And he said, no, my mother's guilty about it, feels guilty about everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I went... Huh, I might need to go revisit my responses to things because if you know if your child is going, no, no, my mom feels guilty about everything. She thinks everything is her fault. It's like, uh oh, better go visit where that came from. So that can be pretty funny. Yeah. But anyway, back to the crows. We had had a visit and a little visitor in the house, and we had decided to have um, meals from a fast food place, and there happened to be a whole lot of extra. French fries. I am not sure how we ended up with that many to begin with because I'm not sure there was, that was a lot of French fries. So I, you know, I told you when everything was said and done to go put them up on the hill that the birds would peck away at them. And it was really, really interesting and funny to watch that crow come in because the initial, the initial dance up there was tried. I mean, it would. Take a mouthful, and then as soon as they added one more, then they'd all fall out of its mouth. And yeah. I watched that for however long. It was a little bit of trial and error. Yeah, at first. It, it was so intriguing but he to figured watch. It out. Yeah, and then we're standing there watching this crow actually line up French fries yeah. all in the same did direction. Maybe lay them all so they were parallel. Yeah, so they're all parallel. Them. Yeah, and then would scoop and then fly off. But then came right back in. We don't. <laughs> I wonder if they're in Dave's chimney. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that was, could that be. was the show. Well, Dave will have a surprise. <laughs> Maybe ask the guy. We we'll have to ask the guys. While you're working on the house, if you find chimney, if you, yeah, if you find fries in the chimney that you're building. Maybe it's the crow, but I don't know that. I mean, I think there's a nest closer than we thought. We know where the hawk's mm-hmm. nest is, but I think there's a nest. Yeah. Because I don't think it was going somewhere and eating them that fast because it kept making the return trips. That's right. the thing was it didn't stop right. until it literally took every single fry from I up there. I think the little crow babies had fast food for I, I think so. You know, either, you know, I don't know, took it home, made mashed potatoes. <laughs> I have no clue. 
But yeah, it was. Huh. It was maybe actually they have really a cool. little, you know, kitchen in their nest. And they, they repurpose they, things. Yeah, they repurpose. Yeah, crows are the one that could do something weird like that. I mean, I they will collect about that, things. But how delightful! Like yeah. a little doll kitchen. Yeah, it could be. I mean, crows—they are. They're the one. They're one mm-hmm. of the smartest, and they do all sorts of things. So yeah. they might have a little little kitchen. We'll put the, you know, the potatoes mm-hmm. go here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the little quail eggs go cellar. here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, we have to tell them don't do those things. It but, makes yeah. me think of when I was little. I would, you know, make little play kitchens outside, mm-hmm. and I used a particular kind of leaves. Uh, I always used leaves for the meat. Um, hmm. So I would always have. Um, Were you planning on becoming a vegetarian? And I, then well, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It was more just that I couldn't figure out how to go hunt down any animals. <laughs> um, I see. Because that would have been the ideal in my childhood mind. Okay. Um, but uh, I used like a particular kind of leaf for fish because it was kind of serrated, and I felt like that fit the texture of fish more. I don't know. I had weird rules well, about what. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I would use yeah. like bigger, broader leaves for like steak uh-huh. or chicken or different. Yeah, because the I little veins a, in them and stuff would uh-huh, look like and bones. I would like slice yeah. them. I would like sort of fillet them at, along the <laughs> veins and pretend the veins were the bone and take the bones out and you know um, serve them very nicely, which is more cooking than I've ever done in my adult life. <laughs> Could I ask you, you serve them too? Mostly my siblings. Uh, did they eat them or did they just play? Well, you, all you know, pretended. we all pretended. Y'all yeah. pretended. Okay, yeah. good. But uh, occasionally I got hold of like real berries that were safe to eat. Okay. You know, blackberries and stuff. Okay. So occasionally exactly. there was real fruit or sustenance, but you know. Yeah. All Alrighty kinds of things. Then. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to I did kebabs that. sometimes, you know, put a, but it was, you know, it's very <laughs> delicate to put the stick through the leaves. So you gotta be, you gotta have a you know, <clears throat> delicate touch. My mom would do the, um, if we raked up the leaves, mm-hmm. she would help me create like the walls of a house and do a full outline. And mm-hmm. we would make, you know, like it'd be like the whole thing. And yeah. I absolutely loved it because then you would go find other things like acorn little right. caps always got involved right. in being like little cups. Because sooner or later, even though I wanted to be in the house, she would always explain those more like a fairy house. And so we would go through and do, you know, all of the Mm-hmm. Little things, but yeah, I, I I didn't do the leaves and never yeah wasn't meat or fish. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I evidently fixed, forgot. I got the very food involved. Part. Yeah, yeah. And I can hear that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I also you know co-opted my uh, younger brothers. We had like the big play Tonka trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they all became livestock of various kinds and or cats, dogs. <laughs> um, sometimes they were goats. They got like leashes dra- and dragged along by their little wheels. See, you really do need to go live in the Midwest, have a big truck and a horn that goes moo when you're <laughs> <Apparently>. driving. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, now the truth comes out. I see. Yeah. Livestock, huh? I don't okay. know. I was just making do. Hmm. You know, it's important to be creative and have imagination. There was nothing else to do, so... We were playing with, and it was Tonka's, um, and then we had some of my dad's old, old toys. They were great, mm-hmm. and the heavy, heavy metal ones. Yeah. Um, we The ones we had were like a foot tall, yeah. easily. Like, yeah. they were big. We um, we were playing. My older brother and I were playing in the backyard, and we didn't ask permission. Um, we heard a lot about it after Mom fell in the ditch. We decided to make foxholes and pretend that it was the war oh no <laughs> and so we had to make them deep enough and wide enough so that the big toys the big tongas could go down in and not be seen i think and i was the... little enough i could lay you know flat in it right. and not be seen well she came walking out to see what we were doing oh, no. <laughs> you know <And> so <laughs> yeah we got awful. banned we had to film back in got banned from the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> no no more trench digging for a while I hey think... we re 
that's why see we did the trench out here for the house it was a memory that's what it was i still i had i had muscle memory of digging oh you did yeah Yeah, that would make sense there we go yeah that's that's how we got that got that trench done for yeah is that pg and ear i think i think we also uh mm, that might have been water 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 i think that was water um but i think also you know we got banned from digging the hole to China after we started it in the middle of the lawn. <laughs> How far did um, you get? You make it? I don't know, probably, we were probably about six inches down at the point my parents decided we shouldn't <laughs> do that in the middle of the lawn. Like seriously, it was dead in center, just of the whole backyard. Um and finally I think we negotiated with my mother. There was like a far corner that was mostly dirt and there was hmm. nothing planted or anything. And she told us we could dig there. So we got it several feet down, you know, before mm-hmm. I think probably before we moved out of that house or got hmm. tired of it. But I you see. know we were pretty sure we were gonna because we'd always heard and we looked at the globe and we figured, you know, we might have to curve it a little but we could, yeah, we could get there. Get so mm-hmm. I was kinda disappointed in, in the few really you know, deep digs that we mm. did that didn't seem Mostly like Mostly we, we were... just found a lot of worms. Yeah. My father and, well, my mom too, but my father had boxes of worms that were his fishing worms. Mm. And so they were kept very healthy. Yeah. My parents um, would never have dreamed of doing anything yeah. like fishing. So we had really, I mean, some really beautiful ones. And mm. then living up in the Northwest for a while after a rain, you get those night crawlers and the craziest thing the following morning would be to see a crow, I mean, not a crow, a robin actually having mm. a fight because the swarms are big enough that the birds are going, <laughs> it's really so all weird those to watch. pictures in the storybooks and stuff are true and yes. they really have to pull with yes, their little Yes, earth, earthworms are big. The, oh, I know, well, the nightcrawler ones, those okay. are really a strange yeah. worm. It's like, yeah, if, if you, you're first running okay. with them, they're much bigger than what we play with around here and stuff. Cool. We were talking about, should we put, you know, worm compost around here. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I might kill them. I'm not sure. I'm not. Do you compost the worms or how does well, that you all put in, there's, Do you put worms in your compost? You actually create like this bedding situation for them. They stay in there and then you add in the, the different things and. Bedding for the yeah, worms? for the worms. And then as they chew through it, it actually creates this really rich, soily compost right, comes okay. out of it. It's more detailed than that. Right. I'd have to look it up. My brain right. My brain is not working after the last 24 hours. It's real know, clear. I but do know that yeah, you know, really worm cool. poo is good for your garden. Yeah. So, yeah. So, hmm. yeah we, um, I'm just envisioning, you know, little blankets and pillows. Yeah, well, they might worms. have them in there. You know, if, if hmm. you go through and you look at the soil. Which you know, end you know, do you tuck them in at? They won't matter. Or do you just put a blanket across the middle and leave both ends out? So well, it could cold. be the you know the old the old thing of you know you line them up so head to feet, head to feet, head to feet, or oh, you that's know, true. Yeah, you could alternate work. them, yeah. or you <laughs> yeah. know, hmm. it'd be like the crow and the French fries. <laughs> yeah, except the problem you think might the crow be is the crow would... lines worm buffet. Like <laughs> well, that? I was gonna say he'd go worm buffet. Yay! Mm. <laughs> All the birds would be out Very there going worm buffet. Crow. He was. It was cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you're part crow. That's why you're always trying to organize everything. Hmm. I could explain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that could be it. So. That would be okay because you know I'd be reasonably smart too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I have not tried to fly, but <laughs> maybe I could. That I did try to do, and in the same place that mm. we would make the, the the fairy homes, and it was an old old Victorian, and so behind it, it had the old woodshed and the old root shed all of the, it was really cool but it was a long sloping roof 
And so for whatever reason, how, because I've always, you know, I was always going to be Peter Pan and it wasn't just because I didn't want to grow up. It was so because I wanted to fly. Right. So I decided to dismantle the refrigerator box and I then actually took rope. I, I made holes. I actually had it so my hands, you know, had, I was holding on there. Hmm. Uh, stuck my arms through that and I ran I had a really good run going and jumped off I mean whoop. and I actually had some air I went for a while but when I finally lost the momentum it was like thud but you know I tried it several times that's the thing was I was deterred I tried flapping yeah. I tried running just gliding that worked better than the flapping the flapping I tripped over <laughs> I fell off the shit yeah I remember you know as a kid kind of reading about the Wright brothers Mm -hmm. and all the experiments they did to try to get something that would even work um but I always remembered they had to run with the plane to get it off into the air and I always thought it would be cool to see something like that well I'm wondering if there had been something at school with the Wright brothers that might have set the whole thing off with me thinking I could flap and and try that whole thing um you know there there had to be some sort of some, huh, some sort yeah. of reason started it but yeah i was determined i could fly so yeah. we could try off this house for you we've got a nice long <laughs> yeah i need a heck of a happy thought to keep me up it's just got much longer drop than what i would have had <laughs> yeah. there she goes <laughs> there's an awful lot of rocks <laughs> so and i'd have to clear the patio <laughs> it's true or it could get really messy uh-huh so yeah birds well you know maybe the sails could you know, maybe the shade cloth could catch me. Yeah, that could slow the the, yeah. the fall. Yeah, that might work. The um, but we're up. I counted the other night. I think we have about fifteen quail out there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's the the tribe has grown and they are staying safe. So, getting things to come back in. Yeah. Is so important. Soon um, they'll outnumber the turkeys. I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll give them little helmets and little spears and tell them to go back up and <laughs> We have go to get make the helmets with room for <laughs> the little <laughs> plume to stick up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah the plume that mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't call it a plume. It's a <laughs> It's true. It's but, just you know, that's what they do. If the helmet was little enough, it would look like a plume. Oh, okay. And they have very small little heads. They so do have. It, it yeah. would be okay. Yes. I think it could look quite magnificent. Mm-hmm. So we didn't go thrifting today. We actually... We actually went officially to a fabric store. Yeah. Yeah. That was that's yeah. a different there it's not near as much fun. There's so much hunting, but there was not, not the form of gathering that we enjoy. So that no, was No, it's I mean I don't know. I don't wanna say that it could be less creative, but I don't think it's less. It's I, just it's different. A different yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, I was looking for some fabric for um an interesting project to make another waif costume yeah the waif one so yeah i can look lost um only this time we're going to make somebody else look lost right it's it's to help someone look lost um and then i know you're getting parts for something else so yeah i think a lot of times that's why we end up as we're actually trying to do the the in-between i yeah i think that's an interesting category because i've been doing some of the same it's like we go through and we see what we have but maybe we need like an underslip or maybe right. we need you know to a be zipper. able to repair yeah zippers things like that and that's what usually you know, gets us in there I more f- when we're just yeah you know, playing with stuff i feel like normally 
its materials to either mend or modify something yeah. that already exists. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I really do decide I need to go buy a new fabric, then then it's a, a very definite hunting that takes place. But I still usually yeah. will have in my mind what I think that mm-hmm. I'm wanting to get. And so... Yeah. I don't... I mean, I don't like to walk in without purpose because otherwise... No, it's that's very dangerous. Yeah. I, um, and large quantities of money fly out of my right. bank account. Yeah unexpectedly when I do that. So I like to go in with a plan. Yeah. It's it's very similar to going in the grocery store hungry. Yeah. And being in the wrong aisle. Absolutely. So, yeah. so <laughs> that is an only, excellent comparison. Yeah, I, I have a I definitely have a goal when I go in there. Yeah. But when I go into a thrift shop, I have a whole different perspective and yeah. I don't know. I mean, what's what's your take on Well, it's not that I don't necessarily have goals, but they're sort of more just I always sort of have a mental list of things that I'm looking to add in or things that I'm looking for to complete an outfit, a part of my wardrobe, um, to replace things that have worn out, different different things. Um, or if I'm wanting to try something new and add something to my style, like find a style of something that I haven't worn before, mm-hmm. um, which is a good way to try it. And I do recommend that, you know, if there's a look that you're wanting to try, um, go and see what you can put together secondhand and don't spend very much money. And then if you love it, you love it. And if you don't, you haven't gone and wasted a lot of money buying the same thing. Yeah, brand that's, new. that's a good perspective. And I think that's why it's important. I mean, we do kind of a regular, um, like route, I guess I would call yeah, it. Yeah, we kind of Because we through. can kind of start watching the turnover and when stuff's coming in too. That's yeah. another thing is to get acquainted with like, one of the places that we've gone into has a lot more like glassware and books and, yeah, and a lot they, more furniture and stuff like that. Some of like them that. seem to specialize a little bit, yeah, um, yeah. which is maybe too specific a word for how general it is, but mm. um, some of them seem to have more of a particular style of thing. Um, and I haven't quite figured out, there's... There seem to be some that somewhat rotate their merchandise from summer to winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's others that just leave everything out year round. Right, right. Um, which kind of suits the way that I like to shop better if they leave out everything year round. Because I think what I'm looking for when I'm thrifting is my goal is the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I usually have a list of... of particular things that I'm looking for and the key is to be sort of you can't be too specific like it's very odd like I might say I'm looking for say a blue sweater which is something Mm -hmm. I've been looking for recently and I want kind of you know a bright almost green blue um but I'm not gonna know what it looks like until I see it Mm -hmm. kind of thing and I think that's what it's like a lot of times for me is like I sort of have a vague like, I want a dress, and it kind of, I'm hoping for it to be this general color, maybe, but right. but I might not know what style it'll be, or, you know, I might see something and go, oh, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. And we, we have discovered, like, there are some of them that will put everything by color, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you just walk through and play yeah. until you find it, and um, different ones, but yeah, the the hunting and gathering is really probably more specific. I mean, we usually do have some sort of a goal and that can include even something like household 
Like yeah. when you, and I've done the same thing, when we're looking for accent pieces or things like that, we start yeah, watching. Totally. Um, one of the things that they're saying is that nowadays so many younger are not going to take the antiques and a lot of the things right. that their parents had. And it's amazing, like if you're looking for like a really nice yeah. decor piece, that many times you find something that's absolutely beautiful right. and really is. And and often yeah. was clearly initially very expensive. Right. Um, and sometimes labels and tags will still be on stuff yeah. that show where it came from, whatever. Yeah. And I know you and I have found pieces that came initially from Nordstrom's or Macy's right. or different yeah. things. Yeah. And people change the style of their home or mm-hmm. clean out a parent's home that's yeah. deceased or something yeah. happens and people just toss stuff. Yeah. So yeah, the the thrifting and you know that that whole concept of it isn't just running and, and getting a pile of junk. Um, right. We also have we take the time to go over and check and see if there's something wrong and yeah. if it's fixable. Like yeah. I found that really cool skirt that's wild, and I think it was probably someone's school project to be honest, or mm. maybe a cosplay. Mm. But when we went through it. What was wrong was just that one little area that needed to be stitched back together. and Yeah, and that seems to be really common is there'll yeah. just be a small tear yeah. that would be a 10-minute sewing project at mm-hmm. most. Um, and the whole garment's just been gotten rid of because the person didn't know how to deal with it or didn't want to. or Because yeah. I ended up paying $3 for that skirt. And yeah. like I said, I really, really like it. Fabric-wise... That there's probably about thirty-five dollars worth of fabric. Yeah, I mean it's it wasn't old. It, I mean yeah. just that one is really cool, and so we do take time to go through, and figure that out. Although I'm a little concerned about your jeans because I swear to God, by the time you get done repairing those shorts, there's not <laughs> going to be a single piece of original fabric. I'm just well, there will be on the outside. There just might not be on the yeah. inside. I'm but like, no one's looking mm. at the inside of my clothes. That's my business. <laughs> okay, just a little concerned about that. It's just going to be. They're just going to disintegrate until one of these they days. until they invent X-ray vision. I figure I'm safe. Okay, well we'll let you have that. I'll give you that one. And if they invent X-ray vision, I'm really in trouble because <laughs> they'll be able to see how many layers of insulation I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, she really doesn't weigh that much, and she's not got that size leg at all. Her legs this size. <laughs> I'm just cold all the time, so you know I've learned to use. Well, base, that's what you get for being tall and skinny. Base layer, <laughs> you yeah. know. No natural insulation yeah, whatsoever. They took it. It's gone. <laughs> they line them up and went, yeah, no, that one doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm lacking necessary, you know, I'm always slathering like extra butter on my bread, muttering healthy fats, healthy fats. We could, we could try a couple of things. I think it's bare fat that you that could, was used yeah i think that's one like, of the things well, I, I know there's several funny? different animal ones well i don't know i should we could get some and find out i guess because i remember reading about that as a as a kid but i always wondered if it would smell if you'd be stinky now we know why that they bathe regularly well that's true yeah the yeah. The, the uh but did they bathe in winter because that'd be yes, really they cold did. that'd be really cold yeah, it but was. wouldn't the bear fat not come off then? Wouldn't it just sort of congeal? <laughs> <laughs> then you scraped it off. Maybe that's how you Maybe keep your skin really nice. You know, it's like this exfoliating experience. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, think, I think we've just gone somewhere that, <laughs> Back that neither of us intended to go. <laughs> bear fat. Huh. So, yeah, I don't know. I You know, several times I've heard different. Well, for a while, everyone was doing mink oil, so... 
Were they? Yeah, they were. That was a really big thing. Well, wasn't that, didn't they put it in their hair? Wasn't that a thing as well? There's some that was for hair, but there's also like, you're not going to age if you, you know, put huh. this on. Was, you know, I well, felt, maybe I said, not. But. <laughs> I mean, I know there's only one way they got that out of those poor little minks. It was a little sad for them. <laughs> little presses. <laughs> <Here goes. laughs> oh, no. There goes the meat oil. But yeah, it is. It's weird, but you were willing no to No animals do. were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <and then laughs> I mean, what I'm envisioning is like, ah! but yeah, that'd be very, very weird. Oh, how awful. You know? So yeah, back to, I mean, since you were doing leaves and pretending they were, mm-hmm. you know, fish and stuff. I so you should I... be fine with avocado on your face. No. <laughs> it's good for your skin. It's green. There's a lot of things that are green that are good for our skin. Cucumbers. When I want to look like the Grinch, <laughs> I'll, you know, go and get a costume. Uh, okay. One of the things I don't advise if you're thrifting is, um, and it doesn't happen as much now as it used to, mm. um, we don't we don't dive into half-used um, um, home products. Is that a good way to say that? No. <laughs> um, anything, you know, cosmetic or like bottle of lotion, bottle of soap, yeah. anything like that, unless the original seal is intact and, and not tampered with, um, I wouldn't. That's just. But yeah. I feel like that's common sense, although you know what they say about it. Not so common anymore. Um, yeah. And, you know, we have rules about, you know, underwear and. Yeah, no, no underwear. Um, and I have rules to a certain extent about sportswear as well. Right. Like, and it, I don't really anything need... that someone's sweating a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you do know they Pretty sweat much. in sweaters, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's why they are called sweaters. <laughs> why are they called sweaters? Were they for sweat? I mean, we got to look that up. I don't up know. Now. The now British we have call them out. jumpers, and I and I have always been yeah. confused by that as well. Well, I'd be confused by that because I wore jumpers growing up and they didn't look like that. <laughs> so did I. And they didn't look like what we call sweaters. Huh. Oh, we'll have to, we might have to examine that and come back. Dislike for corduroy, to be perfectly honest. Oh, I like corduroy. I had, I had corduroy jumpers and things. Did you go but... <laughs> when you walked? Well, I did. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't the main gripe I had with them. It was just, you know, even as a child, I was very particular about how things were cut and how they fell and you know the shapes they made and i was not a fan of any of the garments that i had so possibly if i had something that was really beautiful in corduroy as i say you might have needed my mother but many of my clothes that she made was it was no whale corduroy it looks like velvet which i never encountered i don't think so beautiful and she did that top stitching maybe i didn't know that existed but and man it it was so beautiful and warm and cozy so yeah that would that Mm -hmm. would be fun but it is funny to you know to go through and and figure out like if it's if we're looking for blouses if we're looking for sweaters if we're but that is part of yeah there is a kind of in our when we start out, we in, do in your have, awareness, yeah. And I think also it's important not to say, you know, today I'm going to go and get a green sweater. Right. Like that's a fine approach if you're looking in stores, um, and you can go to the sweater section and look at the colors. And if they don't have the green you're looking for, you can just walk back out and walk into mm-hmm. another store, yeah, um, or another department. But with when you're sort of searching for things that you don't have a guarantee on them being there. Um, 
I think it's important to sort of, that's why I try to keep an awareness of all the different things I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. regardless of season, because I never know what I'm going to find when I've bought sundresses in the winter and I've bought coats in the summer. Right. Um, because I found the right thing. Um, and so I think you have to be able to be more relaxed about it in that Mm -hmm. sense and not have like, I have to come home with this particular thing today. Um, and it more be about a general, uh, which is why I think it's important to do it year round so mm-hmm. that it, it evens out. You, right. you end up once you get to the season in question right. with things that you've gathered in all the other seasons. Yeah. One of the other things that I will look for is if I'm wanting to make a toy mm. or I have a different idea. Sometimes I'm looking for clothes that I can right. steal the fabric out of. You know, yeah, and and that's another thing that's real important to me. Um, years back, I did a lot of stuffed toys, and I would actually buy old fur coats. Yeah, um, and you know, repurpose them. Yeah, um, because there are a lot of parts that were maybe so worn, no one else is going to get them. But I could repurpose them and turn them into other things. So that's one of the other things that I personally will watch for is. Every now and then, it's like, I've seen oh. you cut up, you know, leather and suede purses as right. well. Yeah, those work really, really well. And, I mean, we can get them so, man, I don't remember. One of the one of the suede purses that I got, I only paid a couple of bucks for, and that yeah. was a super... And it was genuine. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. And did exactly what I needed it to do, and didn't cost very much, and it was great. And certainly much less than buying the raw material. Right. Right. Um, I think that's something also that definitely affects the success rate of thrifting mm-hmm. because you and I both know enough about fabric and other materials that, you know, it's not uncommon for me to run my hand down a rack and stop if I feel something that, you know, my hands and my brain are telling me, oh, yeah. that's something interesting. Yeah. And um, mine's always going to be silk and linen. Right. For clothing. is That'll be my first run through. Right. And then I go from there. And then I may move on into wool. But yeah. Those, those two. Um, um, because you find a lot of really beautiful older linen. Right. That you can and I think repurpose. It's be- and I think it's because a lot of older clothing has a lot more natural fibers. Yeah. You're going to see yeah. usually less polyester right. and, and man-made materials. Yeah. Um, I don't have a total ban against those, but I still am feeling to see what condition the fabric's in and whether it's deteriorated or not. Right. Um, I think I think everyone has different, you know, fabrics that right. they enjoy. And if you don't know that, that's something you need to figure out because it'll yeah. actually make you enjoy your clothes more. Absolutely. Like going through you know the time period of everything was polyester right but polyester actually makes me feel like I'm it sounds weird but kind of suffocating or like my skin can't breathe yeah you've talked about you know but I'm also you know a person who may turn something inside out around the house if the seams are bothering me right and I do have a couple things going on you know through my with my skin just from some allergies that when it was when it's really stirred up I look I do look for soft. Right. Um, and that's also an advantage of sometimes getting used clothes is they've been broken in a little bit. Right. And they're softer. And yeah. so I pay attention to things like that. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking for a piece of junk. And now my, okay, I won't buy, and you said sports, I won't buy if I can, if I'm 
even if I need it, mm-hmm. I avoid um, sweatpants. Yeah, I yeah, don't. That's, do that's that. one of the things that I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. I mean, I think for me that falls under, you know, yeah, sports. That's why I sort of say you said sports. Leggings and things yeah. like that. So there are some definite, you know, things that we have each in our own brain that are our own rules. And other yeah. people probably have a whole different set. But and I think I look for, I realize that part of the reason I look for natural fibers is not just because I feel they're many times more durable or, or nicer even to feel, but. Um, because I'm always looking to use not just the coverage of my clothes, but the materials to do a temperature mm-hmm. control for right. me. Yeah. Um, the properties of natural fibers are often much more, um, they're, they're a known factor for me. And I know exactly what I'm going to be able to do and how I'm going to be able to layer that piece mm-hmm. to make it work for me. Yeah. Um, and they tend to breathe better than everything except the newest sports materials. Right. Um, like that's kind of your other option. Um, and that's once again, one of the really important parts is getting acquainted with what your body feels good in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, you know, having had opportunity and still having opportunity that they could be outrageous clothes but if I don't feel comfortable in them and I'm not talking about slouchy I'm talking about if it doesn't feel that maybe that breathable or that usable or that warmth or you know whatever they like I one of my finds um I think it was two years ago and it's that beautiful full-length cashmere skirt Mm -hmm. and I love it because where we live I don't, you know, during the summer, I actually can keep it out year round because if it's, a, you know, the foggy night or it's coming in, I'll put it on. Yeah. Um, coming into cool weather, I just put leggings on under it and it's still just elegant and soft and beautiful. And totally. I, I you know, love finding that because it, it's just, it's a classic piece. Yeah. And, so, and I think, you know. I think, I guess to summarize it, if temperature control, mm-hmm. uh, whether you run hot or whether mm-hmm. you run cold, mm-hmm. Um, or whether you fluctuate temperature very quickly, um, which I kind of run cold and fluctuate very fast sometimes, um, is just, I think you either have to go really high tech or really low tech. Right. Is what I find is is that the fibers in the middle don't seem to do the trick. I agree with you on that. Um, because, you know, especially in the last 10 years, like sports and technical fabrics have gone so far. Mm -hmm. Um, that in many cases they can compete with natural fibers. Right. Um, and some of the high-tech companies are now also putting merino wool into their sportswear. Right. So um, they're going low-tech in a way too. Um, but nature doesn't need to be reinvented a lot of the time. Um, and there's a reason that even a lot of historical clothing uses those natural fibers right. because they actually knew how they could use those to survive and to be mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that's... A reason not just for niceness or you know yeah I guess what I'm wanting to convey is it's not you know because you decide you're uppity and right don't want right. to wear polyester yeah because I have plenty of polyester so in my I. closet um and I enjoy a lot of well, it actually it's limited now <laughs> you're you're more limited than I am for sure but um well I have some that, that high-tech um sportswear yeah that we're discussing and a lot of those I love because I can wear them 
But how that started was I started learning to wear silk base layers. And Mm -hmm. once I found out that I could wear something that thin under a skirt and still be dressed up and look really nice and be comfortable, um, no matter what was going on with money, it was like I I just continued investigating. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think for both of us, base layers have been a game changer. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't. When I'm thrifting, it's kind of materials. Uh, my eye might be drawn to a color, mm-hmm. and then I'll pull the piece out and look and see, like, is this a style? Is it even going to fit? You know, kind of what what even is the garment? Like, right. I saw the color, but what is going on with it? Um, and sometimes I touch it and pull my hand back and right. decide that I'm not going to bother with it at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, if it feels scratchy or uncomfortable yeah. or too thin or, you know, depending on what I'm looking for. But, um so, yeah, these are just some of the concepts of our hunting and gathering. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as we continue to get things, you know, off our racks, we'll continue <laughs> to give you different little pieces of that, you know, yeah. just something to share because we, we can keep this conversation going for a while because... Definitely. Yeah, there's there's a lot of parts of this yeah. that when people are walking up and going, oh, that's beautiful, where did you get it? You know, being able to somewhat explain or giving people ideas of going out and how to do that. Um, I think that's kind of fun. It's not saying this will work for everyone, but it's a good place to start. Because I watch people just walk in and they think when you go thrifting, you just, you grab everything. And it's like, no, you you don't. There's, you know, you start looking and and putting together. And you can normally put together, uh, especially there's, and that's why getting acquainted with individual thrift stores, there's certain ones that you can put together very nice work outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it really depends on who donates to those stores. Yeah. And that's one of the other things that we do pay attention to is if there's causes connected to it. Right. Because if there is a cause, then people, you know, specific uh, groups many times will yeah, bring we'll donate really nice yeah, stuff. Yeah, bring things there um, because that's a cause that's really important. And then you too. feel good about shopping there too. Right, you know, you're not right. just removing an element of waste from right. from the right. fashion cycle, but then you also, you know, maybe some of your money goes somewhere to do something good, and yeah. that's also, you know, that's kind of a win all the way around. Yeah. Um, so maybe we need to take the crow with us. Maybe the crow could help us. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he could yeah. organize and lay him out for I us. I like that idea. Yeah, I think that'd be a good way to do it. How do we convince him to do that? Well, we'll put some more French fries. I think he'll follow us That's anywhere true. for we French just, fries. Maybe we'll just line the French <laughs> line fries up. up all the way to the door. Yeah, I, th- I think he'd come. It's the yellow yellow yeah. potato road. Yes, that would work. Yep. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I like it. I think that'll do it.